You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prepare yourself. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. Well, I know most of you may have missed me. Uh, get a chunk of you, that is. Last week, we did something that I don't often love doing. I went ahead and re-aired a bunch of episodes from some of the other podcasts that I host, such as the Second Print Comics podcast and the Free Exchange podcast. Now, there's pros and cons to this, but I'll tell you ultimately why I'm not always a fan of doing that. Uh, the, the good thing about it is it exposes some of you who may not know about these other shows that I do the stuff that you might be interested in that we don't typically cover here on On The Run. Um, many of you know that I'm a giant comic book nerd. I love movies and stuff like that. But we don't do that all the time here. We especially don't go in-depth into stories and stuff like what Mark Claire and I do at the Second Print Comics podcast. So this was a good way of just introducing some people who didn't know I did that show to that show or maybe if you were interested in it but you didn't want to go and subscribe and get notifications like that. This gave you an opportunity to kind of preview it without really, you know, anything else to worry about. So some of you liked it, some of you don't. That's fine. It's a good opportunity for that. Same goes for Free Exchange. Uh, That's a show where we dive really deep into specific policies regarding local and state politics here in Wisconsin where I'm at, as well as stuff that's affecting people federally. So if you're into that type of stuff, I produce and host that show as well. So those those are good reasons why it's good to do that. Um, Every once in a while. I've done it in the past by trying to do it very sparingly because I don't want you guys to feel like I'm just recycling content. The bad thing about it is I did it for two episodes in a row, so that's a full week. Um, I did it last minute, and here's why. Many of you know I've been really busy, and the previous weekend, I had to cram a bunch of stuff over at Second Print Comics, so that kind of got a little bit hefty, and then I also had some client work because I went ahead and took on a new client recently, and I needed to make sure I was on deadline for a very big assignment with him so I could make sure I got paid. So with that and the fire and water Wim Hof breathing and jiu-jitsu camp I did last weekend, by the time I got home Sunday night, I was like, I can either put out some episodes that I'm not really enthusiastic about, I really had no clue what I was going to talk about, or I could go ahead and give myself a break and give you some exposure to things that you may not have heard, because I, I'm pretty sure not all of you subscribe to every single show I host and produce. It doesn't bother me, but I, I know that's not the case. So I was like, you know what, I might as well do that. Um, but I didn't announce I was taking a break. I didn't even start the episodes off with a, uh, with a preview of, Hey guys, I need a week off to catch up with things. I just kind of did it abruptly 
And I, I don't ever want to feel that uh, I'm being rude to you, that I'm wasting your time. I did try and you know label them as throwback episodes. So I'm hoping some of you caught that gist. But some of you were just like, is he gone? Like, Usually if he's done something like this, he's put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. So I, I want to apologize for that up front. Secondly, um, for our Build You Better series, which is a 12-episode series that we've been doing about you know, processing your life through the aspect of the hero's journey, we've taken a pause for the exact same reasons. I was getting to things really late. I was not putting as much work into them as I felt you deserved, and I've needed to pause on that. I also didn't plan it entirely properly because what I should have done was I should have, especially since they were mini episodes, like small, like, you know, five, ten minute episodes, what I probably should have done was I should have uh, done some prior planning to back plan my way to the release. So that way, all I had to do was schedule out all 12 episodes. Instead, what I was doing was I was recording them the week of, and I was putting them out, I think it was Thursdays. And uh, I did announce recently that we were going to take a break, so that way I could catch up. So when Build Back Better does come back in 2022, it's going to pick up from the last episode we did, and it will be coming back weekly. So for those of you that were wondering or you subscribe to my Substack, remso.substack.com, what happened to build you better? It's not canceled. I just didn't plan it properly. And I need to make sure that when it does come back, it's coming back consistently. It's coming back with all the enthusiasm and energy it deserves because it's a great series. I've loved doing it. I've loved hearing your feedback. I've loved getting to share it with people who I feel need those messages. I've just... Um, I, I've just needed to take the time to do it. And I didn't feel that if I had just done it off, you know, the the whim of the moment, it would have it would have been something that you all deserve. Needless to say, needless to say, I have been exhausted. Everyone reaches a point where they kind of just crash into a wall and everything kind of fumbles. Well, I've I've hit that wall. In fact, I'm recording on a couch in Maryland right now. I'm back on the East Coast for the holidays. So I'm recording this uh, around 1120 at night. Just have a full day of other stuff. It's a Sunday. As you know, this episode's come out on Monday. And I'm getting ready for another work week. I had to finish client stuff. I had to do everything. The work never ends. I am I am tired. And uh, I was thinking, what, what do I want to go ahead and talk about? And seeing how I just talked about, you know, doing things last minute, not having the energy for it. Having so much responsibility um, and obligations, it, it reminded me of what I wanted to do going into 2022, and this is this is good timing because uh, I I have a I have I have client calls this week. I love client calls of first time clients, and a lot of what I'm going to be talking about is building passive income streams and building products and resources to help generate active and passive income. Uh, primarily through podcasting, through apps, through other things. It's going to be great. A lot of people are looking to take advantage of all the stuff we've been talking here on the run, especially since times are getting more difficult. Your grocery bills um, are looking at you saying, hey, man, you're spending a lot more on the same stuff. I mean, inflation is hitting crazy numbers. And when it comes to the job market, you've got a lot of jobs out there that are open. People are making more money just sitting on their butts at home. So there, there's a lot to fear, but there's a lot to be happy about. And each time a new year comes around, 
you've got a lot of people saying, well, this is going to be different. This is when I'm going to make you know, my first uh, three-figure-an-hour uh, client rate. This is when I'm going to go ahead and reach X amount of dollars in my savings. This is when I'm going to lose that, those pounds. This is when I'm going to do a bunch of stuff. And, uh, well, I'm excited for you. I also want to go ahead and start thinking about some of the things that I have fallen prey to in the past, especially before I finally got my grounding and figured out what worked for me and went on a road to success. And um, some of my New Year's resolutions aren't even New Year's resolutions. I've stopped focusing on obtaining results and I've focused more on obtaining habits. For example, um, you know, I want to I want to lose a certain amount of weight. I care less about obtaining a certain number and I've cared more about, am I going to the gym every day? Am I eating consistently every day? Am I drinking enough water every day? Because I know if I build the habits, obtaining those certain goals will seem less monumental and it'll actually begin to seem like something obtainable. So I've done that. Uh, we did a few episodes ago, I talked about uh, building a new passive income stream in 24 hours. That could have very easily been something I set for a new year. I was like, I want to go ahead and build a brand new passive income stream uh, soon, but I was like, you know, I'm going to make it a end of the year goal. So I thought about it at the beginning of October, spent a week researching and taking care of it. And then by the time I actually took, you know, I, I took the time to actually build this new stream of income, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this before the end of the year. Ended up only taking 24 hours, which I actually knew what I was doing. So go back and listen to that episode, how I built the passive income stream in 24 hours and how you could do it. So needless to say, it's it's just about building the habits which have allowed me to achieve the goals because once because the goals are lofty, but once you actually build the habits to get to them, they actually become more obtainable and more sustainable. It's not just going to be something that you drop at one point because habits become harder to break at that point. So um, I, I I did that, and I'm I'm slowly starting to change my mindset towards building habits versus just obtaining results because that's always been a problem for me. I I don't think I've ever really accomplished any of my New Year's resolutions when I've it, when I've looked at the when I've looked at that way. And I, I don't know who I was listening to, but somebody was like, you know, I, I don't go to the gym for the entire month of January. And the reason why they don't go to the gym for the entire month of January is because it's crowded with people who don't know what they're doing, who have never been to a gym, and they don't take it seriously. But after a month, the gym clears out, and the people who were there before the new year, who had the habits developed, are back at the gym, and everyone else who's just doing it as a New Year's resolution has basically gone home. So, you know, that that is that is a way to think about it. Go for the habits instead of going for the results. But there was another goal I wanted to do. I wanted to work on my copywriting skills. I, you know, as many of you know, I do a bunch of things, but at my base level, my trade is in copywriting. I've wanted to go ahead and gain access to a community of people who are like-minded and uh, obtain skills from people who are actually making money doing the things that they're teaching. So I signed up for an um, online program called Hustlers University 2.0. It's a product by a former um, world champion kickboxer, uh, Andrew Tate, from Tate Confidential on YouTube. Um, I'm not getting paid for this. There's no affiliate. I am literally paying the 50 bucks a month for Hustlers University 2.0. And so far, I've completed their copywriting course. Uh, I did not learn 
an insane amount from that, but I did get a bunch of resources that have not only helped me for my personal clients, but I've been able to integrate those resources and uh, new knowledge into um, my nine to five. So, you know, what it does is it teaches you how to basically become a copywriter from no experience and it walks you through how to actually get your first client. So for people that have never ever done copywriting before, I can probably say it's the most bare bones, direct to the point copywriter course out there. And when I say bare bones, I'm not saying it's scarce. You get a lot of information. Uh, I actually wish I had a course like this when I started copywriting. But it takes away the frills. It takes away all the stuff where you have all these online YouTube instructors telling you about all these things to make it sound super complicated. As I've said to you many times before, copywriting is not complicated. Copywriting is just about knowing a few styles of how to get uh, your words out to match your intention in order to drive a call to action in order to trigger certain human behaviors to get the results you want. That may sound complicated and it's because, well, you know, I'm a copywriter. But uh, Hustlers University's copywriter course is incredibly good. And while I des- I didn't necessarily need, you know, uh, just a basic refresher on what is copywriting and how to start copywriting and how to obtain clients, stuff like that, because I've been doing that, I could definitely say that if I was starting from scratch and I wanted to learn, this would be the best place to do it. And in terms of resources I got, um, I got stuff that I probably shouldn't talk about. But uh, you, you get some good resources and you get some good stuff that you can use every day. And at this point, just those products alone that you get as a student are worth the $50 a month alone. But they also have courses on personal finance, DeFi, crypto, investing, freelancing, and other stuff. And you get direct contact with uh, other students, with the professors on there who are all high net worth individuals who have made money doing the things that they're teaching as well as uh, Andrew Tate, who you know uh, is is engaging with his students. So like I I'm not getting paid for this. I don't get anything out of this. But I you know just want to show that even I will still sign up for courses and networks like this to try and work on myself. So I was like, why wait till the end of the year when I could just take fifty bucks now and do this, and everything is you know gonna just start spinning the wheels and moving forward from here. So that's what I did. Um, the first thing I want to cover, and maybe we'll do a few more episodes talking about habit building and how to get the results you want, especially as we're going to a new year and uh, it's at the top of everyone's mind. I I feel like it's I, – I, I can't necessarily tell you how to achieve things. I don't want to tell you a lot of the stuff you might get from a lot of generic New Year's oriented goal building uh, goal building things. Instead, I do think I could contribute to what you're listening from other shows and getting from other resources by telling you a few things that I've seen a lot of people do, things that I've done that kind of set you up for failure. And this is probably one of the largest ones I see online. And um, I I brought up the Hustlers University 2.0 for a reason. It's because I wanted to lead with an example of something that I trust that I'm putting my own money into that I'm getting value out of to set the stage that you know, self-development is key. Even when you're an expert, a pro, somebody who knows what they're talking about, you can always go back and, uh, you know, work on, work on basics, you know, for fighters, it's work on your footwork, work on the fundamentals. Um, with that said though, sometimes you get courses and you get programs that are selling you a bill of false goods. So today what we're going to go ahead and talk about is 
this. Let me go ahead and pull up my notes here. Um, it's about what you need to understand when looking at wealth building courses and specifically what you need to watch out for when looking at wealth building courses. Now, the one thing I get, I tell my clients most of the time, whether they're starting a podcast or starting a side hustle or anything else, is that one hour consultation when we first meet each other, here's what's going to happen. You're going to tell me what you're looking at. You're going to tell me what you have existing right now. You're going to tell me your goals. And then I'm going to provide for you during the remainder of our time a series of steps that you need to follow in order in order to actually get off the ground and running and achieving what you want. I don't want you to come back to me to have the same conversation because the next time you come back to me, I want to work on more specific things with you. I want to upsell you. I want to go ahead and develop a product for you because I need you to know that I am providing you enough value to be self-sustaining and that way when you come to me for something else, I have a reason to charge you more because you understand that I'm giving you immense value. Now we're working on something which is more narrow and a little bit harder. And because of that, I want you to feel comfortable giving me more money than the first result. A lot of wealth building courses don't do that. They don't do that for a very specific reason. And it's because a lot of rich people or a lot of these gurus, they don't make money by making you independent and self-reliant. They make money by keeping you hooked. They're no different than drug dealers because if they actually had the secret magic bullet formula for how to live a life exactly like they do, they wouldn't be giving it to you. In fact, a lot of them get to where they got because they got lucky. They ended up getting a bunch of money and then because they realized that they could sell a bunch of stuff online by putting on an image, they could go ahead and have a reliable source of income from people like us who are paying weekly, monthly, annually for memberships, for programs, talking about stuff that they don't actually do. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself, but we're going to go ahead and just talk about these seven things to watch out when looking at these wealth building courses. One, understand there is no secret. There is no magic formula. It comes down to this. It comes down to acquiring rare and specialized skills and putting in the work doesn't matter what industry, doesn't matter what skill specifically. It's about doing it. It's about putting in the work. And it's about constantly staying up with your knowledge to keep up with your competition. That's the only secret. That's the only thing. We live in a global economy. If you think there's a limit on the number of customers and potential clients out there, I'm telling you, there are people looking for you right now who would love to give you their money, but they're not because they don't know you exist because you haven't gotten out to them yet. But um, to, to kind of get started on the, on the list specifically, the first red flag that you need to understand is that what they say they sell and what they do sell are different. So for example, I was in college. There was this program that I saw a Facebook ad for saying, do you want to be a liberty advocate? Do you believe in the principles of laissez-faire capitalism and liberty government and limited government and do you want to proselytize this to the world? And I thought, oh my gosh, I absolutely do. So I signed up for the free seminar. And long story short, it was a gold company trying to get people to invest in gold IRAs and buy gold. And what they kind of did was they went ahead and said, oh, you see, by getting people to invest in gold and understanding gold, 
you're getting them to understand how our fiat monetary system works and all this other stuff and la-di-da-di-da. And maybe after they've begun to trust you, you could talk to them about all this other stuff. It was bullshit. It had nothing to do with liberty, nothing to do with messaging or comms or anything. They were basically trying to grab people who wanted to become like libertarian celebrities and messengers and stuff like that. And they were trying to turn them into gold salesmen. Uh, you see this a lot on YouTube. You have a lot of YouTube ads where people are talking about learn all the ways to build passive income. And it falls into one of two camps. Well, one of three camps, really. All these people talking about, oh, building all these passive income streams. They're not really teaching you how to build passive income streams. What they're trying to do is they're trying to recruit for their own businesses. And it falls into three categories. You've got the people who are into real estate, and they're trying to get you to sign up for the real estate seminars. They're trying to sell you their real estate books. So you sign up for the one course or seminar, and next thing you know, you're spending all this other shit, and you're affiliating with them. And it turns into just basically a giant, weird, multi-level marketing scheme where you were building multiple things that you could maybe make an income from passively, you know, maybe during your off hours during the day. And now what they're telling you to do is quit your job. And if you don't quit, you're a loser. And uh, only the people that quit their job and go all in to do this all day, every day, are going to succeed. Th those, those people are crazy. And you see that in real estate. You see that uh, with stock traders. I'm telling you. Day trading is never going to make you money. It's never going to make you money. It's never going to make you money. But you're going to sign up for their programs, and they're going to make you sign up for their Patreon. They're going to make you sign up for their VIP course. And next thing you know, you're spending thousands of dollars on this one guy teaching you knowledge that you could probably figure out yourself online for free. And, oh, by the way, you've also lost a ton of money because uh, most of the time, day traders will lose more money than they will ever actually earn day trading. And then the third group of people are the people getting into dropshipping. Let me tell you, dropshipping may have been something really clever, something really good a few years ago. But while they say that dropshipping is great for the average person who wants a side hustle, I'm telling you straight up right now, dropshipping is not a good option. It will create for you more of a headache. It will waste more time than anything else. There are 20 other side hustles I could give you right now that are better than dropshipping that will probably make you money faster. So what they try and do is they try and basically get you to do the same thing as the day trading people and the real estate people. They lure you in with a promise of teaching you a bunch of different things and they just focus on one thing and then they get you hooked on the product and all the secret knowledge that you have to pay an extra $9.95 a month for and uh, you are at this point where you're just like, oh, should I just cut up my own credit card before they, they just charge me again? Like this is, this is miserable. So what they say they're selling you and what they're selling you are two different things sometimes, and that's what's really scary. So understand really early on because they'll, they'll basically tell you what they do and how they're making their money through that. But if they say one thing and then it just turns into something that you really did not anticipate, you should walk away now because it's just going to get worse. Number two, an MLM in disguise. Now, I spoke about uh, real estate. There was a... Um, an episode I did probably a year ago where I spoke about my multi-level marketing experience. And it was a, it was a tough episode for me because multi-level marketing schemes are a lot like cults. I spoke about how I almost got dragged into Amway. I told you about the real estate MLM that I had gotten into. It, it broke friendships. It stressed me out. I wasted money. And I didn't even ever get to sell a house. I didn't even become a licensed realtor. It really uh, poisoned my uh, 
my opinion of a lot of people in that industry. Um, now, is real estate a great way to earn passive income? Absolutely. It's not about real estate. The real estate part was not what bothered me. What bothered me was the fact that it was less about real estate and it was more about getting people to sign up for courses to make other people money in the process through multi-level marketing. So go, go back and just type in the feed uh, multi-level marketing and you'll, you'll get to that episode. But basically, uh, multi-level marketing, they say you're going to generate passive income through a lot of different things. And the passive income wealth creation Yes, you need multiple streams of active and passive income to live a comfortable life in today's day and age and to have reliable income coming throughout the month, generating that cash flow you need to give yourself you know, more options in life. That is fine. The problem, though, is with multi-level marketing, the passive income is almost non-existent. Most people within their first year of doing these multi-level marketing schemes uh, make almost no money and they spend more money on the programs and the resources than anything else. A lot of the wealth creation courses are not actual courses. They are multi-level marketing schemes because you think you're buying one class. You think you're buying one book. But what you're actually doing is you're getting involved in a sales funnel in which they're going to keep feeding you information that you think is getting you higher and higher to the point where you're going to find this easy magic bullet solution. And then you get to the point where they're selling you products and all this other stuff. So you could quote, set up your own business. But the key to that is expanding through your friends and family and coworkers. It's multi-level marketing. You'll lose more money. You'll lose friends. You'll lose time. You, you're, it's just, it's not even a course. It's not about wealth building. Passive income and multi-level marketing. Some people have tried to make it seem almost mutually exclusive. I can promise you. That's 100% not the case. Now three, upselling like crazy. I've spoken about the click funnels and all the other products and resources and seminars and stuff in points one and two. The upselling is where things get worse because like what I said, what I do as a consultant is I want if you want to start a side hustle, if you want to start something, I want to just understand where you're at, understand what you currently have, understand where you want to go, and then I give you the blueprint of how to achieve it. And honestly, at that point, it's up to you to go figure it out because I don't want to be the guy constantly making you think that I will help you succeed if you don't have it in you to succeed. And maybe even after you figure out how much work and effort it, you know, this thing that you want to do involves, it's not worth it. And then what have you done? You've just spent a bunch of money and you've wasted a bunch of time on something that you ultimately really don't want to do. What a lot of these people do is they get you in through their click funnel. They start upselling you on courses, on, you know, uh, private brainstorming sessions on these products and they're just giving you a little bit of stuff each time and then by the time you actually want to go out and do something you figure out you hate it but you've spent thousands of dollars of them you've wasted days of them whereas if you figure out that you don't want to do what you're doing and you're working with me you spent maybe a couple hundred bucks and you spent maybe a few hours because I've given you the general knowledge now is this great business for me well, some would say no because the customer life cycle at that point has expired. The, the, the end of the road has been met. But at the same time, that's not a good practice. I don't have hundreds of clients. But what I do have is I have a small number of clients who I've developed a good relationship with. And I upsell them. I upsold them over time because they trust me because they're getting the value they want out of it. And that has provided me 
good, stable income where I'm working very reasonable hours, doing very you know specific work, and we're both getting what we want out of it. And I don't burn these people out. Some of my clients I've been working with for you know a year or more now, and I don't need to add more constantly. Like I I, I can make a few hundred dollars from a one time consultation, but I'm not constantly looking for more and more people. And it's the churn and burn effect because what these people do when they're constantly moving you through their click funnel from their wealth creation course is they need hundreds of people to come in because they know they're going to lose hundreds more people as a result of that. Because you can't constantly upsell people because here's the truth. People will ultimately run out of time and money and patience. And those are the things that are just fleeting. So they're going to try and upsell you constantly. When you start seeing that, when you start seeing that the one missing step of the magic bullet formula is just an extra $9.99, and then you get a video telling you about the extra final super detail that will collapse your entire thing. If you don't get this one aspect of the magic bullet formula right, you, you need to run from those. And number four, repackaging of existing free content. I signed up for a, uh, for a wealth creation class uh, I think in 2019 when I was working at the Washington Times. I, had, I worked the night newsroom and sometimes I just literally had no work to do. So I said I'm going to sign up for this class. I'm going to take it during my lunch break or take it during my last hour of work when I'm the only one there and nothing comes across my desk. Uh, it was a course created by somebody I really trusted who had a history of creating other courses. I took a podcasting course by this guy, which I benefited from and everything else. So this guy had a good track record with me. Uh, this was somebody I trusted. But for his wealth creation course, it was literally a landing page with videos of stuff he had done previously that were already free on YouTube and videos from other people that were free on YouTube all just organized in this one catalog. And it was literally him just repackaging old content, but he was marking it as new and exclusive. You might think that's a one-time thing, but let me tell you, it's not. Another example. Jake Paul, who I like as a fan. I, I am a fan of him. I don't know Jake Paul. I'm a fan of Jake Paul. Jake Paul got in trouble a few years ago, and Graham Stephan from the Graham Stephan Show on YouTube called him out because what Jake Paul and a bunch of other influencers did was they create a financial freedom, and that's another way of describing these wealth creation courses. You'll see financial freedom often used as a placeholder, as a replacement title for that, financial freedom. Jake Paul and a bunch of other YouTube influencers who had money create a financial freedom course where it was basically, uh, you know, you signed into the site and it was a bunch of videos and stuff. And it was literally just repackaged free old videos that you could find on YouTube. But it was billed as new and exclusive. So what they basically did was they just scammed a bunch of people. They also promised uh, their own social media platform attachment to it where they would be engaging with people. And literally nobody ever engaged with it. Uh, Jake Paul made one post and the whole thing has basically fallen apart. But you know that, that really damaged them for years because a lot of people that they had built a lot of you know trust and goodwill with signed up for that course and saw, wait a second, this is just shit that they've already done. 
and then the social media project part of it didn't go anywhere. And a lot of people, you know, they, they were rightfully upset. They lost money, you know, paying into this thing. They were expecting a lot, and then they realized that they were just duped. And when you dupe people like that, um, you deserve to have your trust broken. So, you know, understand that, that that is something that happens more often than not. Now, number five, minimal resources for students. What I like about Hustlers University 2.0, which I'm not getting paid to talk about, there's no affiliate links or anything else, and I myself am paying 50 bucks a month to be part of this. What I like is that it's it's a monthly model, and you can pay annually, but I'm paying 50 bucks a month. So what they have is they have two components. They have the static courses where it's always going to be the same content. So you could join a month from that, a year from now, and you're basically going to get the same content, which to their credit, and the reason why it's called 2.0 is because they've, they've gone in there and they've updated things and they say that they will continually update things as new and better ways of teaching you. All these skills is uh, changed. So they do that. But what they also do is they have uh, you know professor Q&As. The professors regularly upload new lessons based off new knowledge and other things. You get to interact with them. There are opportunities in there that are, you know, uh, you, you can pitch businesses to Andrew Tate, for example. They have something called the Cash Portal where you can literally pitch a business idea and see if he will invest in your business. Uh, you've got a bunch of other components. But what I'm basically saying is you've got the static component with the static lessons, and then you have the interactive opponent of getting to talk with other students, getting to talk with professors, getting to talk with Andrew Tate. And you have all these other ways of, you know, they, they have giveaways and contests and stuff like it's interactive. So that is great. Those are a bunch of resources that are constantly changing and constantly keeping people involved to justify uh, after you've gone through everything and feel that you're pretty engaged, that additional $50 a month after you're at the point where it's like, well, what else do I get out of it? It's that community. It's that interactive component. It's that opportunity for exclusivity because you're part of that you know, uh, group through Hustlers University 2.0, that's basically what you're buying at that point. And that's why I'm staying in. Even though there are other courses that I haven't started yet, I signed originally for the copywriters course. I can see myself staying in for probably uh, a year or more at this point. I'm finding some pretty good value in it. But other courses where they will continue to charge you month by month, they're not going back and they're updating their curriculum. They're not going in and talking to students. You see this a lot with you with uh, stuff outside of Udemy. I think Udemy is great because you get one-time courses, and sometimes even those professors who do the Udemy courses, uh, they will even office, offer office hours. What I'm basically saying is never sign up for a one-time thing when it's going to charge you monthly. What I like about Udemy is that you can buy a Udemy course one time and you have access to it for freaking ever. I love Udemy, taking a bunch of Udemy courses on dividend investing, social media, and other stuff. Um, those are good. Static courses, Hustlers University is good static and interactive, but don't buy something static that's billing itself as interactive. And then, um, you know, number six, instructors not speaking from a place of experience. You have a lot of people, and this is actually a criticism of Dave Ramsey. A lot of people criticize Dave Ramsey because Dave Ramsey is is well, I'm not gonna say selling something because I actually really like Dave Ramsey, but Dave Ramsey is telling people a way to acquire wealth and to grow wealth 
that he himself did not personally use. And what people criticize Dave Ramsey with is, you know, Dave Ramsey uh, gets money from sponsors. Dave Ramsey owns multiple businesses. Dave Ramsey is big into real estate. Dave Ramsey gets paid to go speak at places. Dave Ramsey sells books and products and courses. Yeah, he's telling people just to buy uh, a few standard mutual funds, invest 15% monthly, and wait until you're 65 to be a millionaire. Now, I understand where some people might have a criticism of that, but then again, I would say in Ramsey's defense, he's doing more than what your standard person was doing. He's teaching standard, regular, average people how to do it, but Dave Ramsey is an exceptional human being. That's why he's acquired the wealth, power, and influence that he has. Um, but what I'm basically saying is there are other people who will teach you, who will offer to teach you all these different things that they have really no experience in. Because what they've done is they've repackaged a bunch of other people's courses, but they're doing it themselves, hoping that you'll think that they did it when in fact they didn't. And then finally, the instructor did not use any of the methods they teach. I, I'm not going to get into this. It's very direct. If you're confused by that, I'll say it again. The instructor did not use the methods they teach. You have a lot of people just ripping off other people's courses, teaching it as their own, and then when you question them, they get defensive. Do your own research on your instructor, on these people, especially big online influencers, and uh, you know, just just do your own due diligence. Well, guys, if you like this type of episode, I can definitely give you more stuff on how to not completely fail going into New Year's. Like I said, I'm going for habits over results. Uh, but, you know, I'm just like an average person like the rest of you. But I have understood through, ba- through you know, bad times and good times, um, you know, how to, how to get good relationships going with clients and with other businesses and business owners, entrepreneurs. I just want you not to make the same mistakes I made. Well, that's about it. I got to pass out. As always, be good. Good night. And I'll talk to you later.